Because I'll have to get to our next interview, making a lot of noise. I can hear the basketball. <laughs> you can, he's in the basketball. Herald uh, Sun journalist uh, covers the NBL mostly, and that's Michael uh, Randall. G'day, Michael. G'day, mate. How are you? Oh, yeah, not too bad. Um, how's the atmosphere at the under-20s tournament? Well, mate, I don't know if you can hear in the background, yes. but I'm just sitting here watching uh, the big boys take on Queensland, and, and yeah, it's a really high standard and some fantastic young talent out here. Who's uh, who's playing well? Did I see that uh, Jimmy Stein's boy was in the team? He is, mate. Yeah, I had a chat with him last week. He's a fantastic young fella, and look, he's in the big Navy team, which is their second team, but it kind of shows the depth of basketball talent in Victoria given that a guy like him who's long and rangy and, you know, tries his guts out that, you know, can't get into the main side. So, you know, he's got college offer and, you know, the sky's the limit for him. Look at him, mate. It's was here. Um, you mentioned the college sort of system. Obviously, that's the, the step for these uh, age boys. Uh, how many are we sort of looking at sort of getting over, do you think, from uh, the current crop? Oh, mate, there's, there's already hundreds over there. And, yeah. and, look, you know, this is the sort of tournament where, you know, names are made. So on day one, um, you know, Joel Foxwell, another Victorian kid, and, and um, you know, his brother, Owen, obviously plays for the Phoenix, um, South East Melbourne Phoenix. Um, he had 25 points on the NBA Global Academy kids and ended up just from that game getting interest from a number of colleges. So, you know, there's a potential that he gets a college offer out of one performance. And, and what... What is the college offer? Is it? It's obviously a scholarship to come over to play basketball. Is that? Or is that? Are we talking all expenses paid and their and their tuition and, and family? What are we talking? Yeah, there's different levels for that. So, um, like you know, obviously the dream is for you know a full ride, which is you know everything paid for. You know, they get to live over there and they spend their four years. But there are like you know you know, some lower, you know, part paid and all that sort of thing. And there's actually, you know, organisations over here that are kind of conduits between, you know, the Australian talent and and the colleges to kind of help tee that sort of thing up for, you know, if if, if they see a talent and think that a college might benefit from taking that kid, then they'll push his talents to them. And what sort of age early on are we we being looked at these days? We know sometimes in footy you've got 12, 13-year-olds or... What sort of age with basketball are we looking at? Well, like, um, you know, like, so, so obviously, you know, Dash Daniels is Dyson Daniels' um, little brother, and Dyson's obviously an NBA player with New Orleans, and, you know, people have been talking about him since he was 12 or 13, but I think it kind of gets serious in the under-16s, and then by the time they're at under-20s, you know, there's, there's a sort of crop of guys that are pretty well-known, and, you know, they might be college guys or end up being in the NBL or... You know, you know, NBA draft, it's like a Josh Giddy, you know. So my daughter's leading the uh, goal scoring in the under-7s, I don't need to worry just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate, I, you just broke up a little bit, my apologies. No, that's all right, that's all right. <laughs> but, uh, just, uh, also, well, wanted to get you on to chat about, um, well, just the NBL as a fool and their playoffs at the moment, but more in particular, the, the South East Melbourne Phoenix, we cover them a fair bit on this show. Uh, but how did, how did you see them and what's the ramifications of their loss and the way they lost uh, last Thursday? Yeah, it's going to be, it's a really interesting off-season for them, I think. It's, you know, they've got the big decisions to make. You know, I wrote an article about um, the coaching situation there and, you know, what, you know, at the end of the day, Tommy Green's got a big call to make on whether Simon goes on or whether they look in a different direction. I mean... 
he's been their only coach for the first four years of the organisation and helped build them to where they are. They've they've always had a lot of expectation on them because they've had some talent. And, um, yeah, like I said, you know, big decisions for them moving forward now. What I mean, obviously, Simon, um, he's contracted to go around again, but... Do you see? No, no, no. He's uh, he's out of contract, mate. Oh, he's so, out of contract. Oh, I thought he had one more to go. So they've so they've got to Ooh. they've got to decide whether they re-sign him or or go in another direction. What? Because obviously they they were in front by double digits in that last quarter. What would that come into it at all that they lost that final out of nowhere? I don't think that comes into it in terms of hey, do, do you stay or go? But it's certainly something that they'll review pretty hard and try and find threads in it to figure out why it happened. Yeah. Um, like that last quarter, like, you know, they just looked out on their feet. And I don't know whether it was, you know, they didn't play a game in the last round, which means I think it was 11 days between that game and their last game. And, you know, they won't use excuses, but is that does that play into it, the fact that they did have maybe that match fitness that you need by playing, you know, once or twice every week? Mm. Who knows? Like, they'd sort of, you know, obviously spent a lot of petrol tickets in that first three quarters getting that lead and... You know, but, and also they got priced, mate. You know, I mean, it's, they're not the first team to do it and they won't be the last. You know, Cotton just caught fire and they couldn't do anything to stop him. That was incredible, that last. That, I mean, he had, what, he had two points up until the third, fourth, you know, start of the fourth. Ends yeah, up with I think, yeah, I think he, he, he went from, I think he went from six points on two of ten shooting at three-quarter time <laughs> to 26, to 26 points with 20 of those coming in the last quarter. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, you look at a bloke and you tip your hat. It was pretty incredible to watch, you know, live. And how did you rate? How are you rating this, the whole season? I mean, obviously, it's an improvement on last year, which was a season that I think sort of really took it, took the next big step. And again, we've had an, an improvement. Do you see that uh, for the Phoenix or the league as a whole? The league as a whole. Yeah. Oh, look, mate. It's a it's a great time for basketball, and it's funny. Like, like, you know, obviously when Larry came in and took it over, the, the big push was, you know, treat it as a business but also make it something that people want to go to see. And they've marketed it to kids and now kids are, you know, pulling on pulling on mum and dad's shoulder and saying, hey, I want to go to the basketball. So, you know, it's a it's a you know two-hour experience. You're in and out. It's, it's a bit of fun. It's pyrotechnics and the dances and the music. So it's almost as much an entertainment product as it is a, a basketball game. And, and look, you know, there's, there's stars emerging that people can follow and kids that are going from the NBL to the NBA. So, it's you know, there's no better time than now. It sort of reminds me of back in the day with, you know, Andrew Gaze and Sam McKinnon running around. Mm. Yeah, that were glory days. Uh, so, we've also got the semi-finals on at the moment uh, with New Zealand and Tasmania taking on each other in a three-game series, as well as Sydney and Cairns. Um, will anyone stop the Kings or is it theirs to lose? Oh, look, I've sort of said from the start of the year, if they're sort of healthy and, and play to their um, potential, that, yeah, I, I don't think that they can be beaten, especially across a five-game series. Um, I love the, you know, I love, you know, hearing Adam Ford, the coach of the Taipans, talk about, you know, why, they, why they've done as well as they did this year and using, you know, what the Kings said about them last year as motivation and... You know, you said that that team's built to beat Sydney and they have they have pushed them. I think they've beaten them once and pushed them in the other game. So, you know, let's not write them off. But I think, you know, when the whips crack, they're definitely the best team in and it's going to take something special to knock them off. And it's an incredible story, the uh, Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. I mean, that is... They just defy any logic in the world's yeah. sport. 
Yeah, the Jackies. I mean, you know, grand finalists last year and everyone, you know, writes them off straight away saying, oh, you know, they'll fall off and the honeymoon's over. And I think they finished fourth last year and fourth this year and played exactly the same style of, you know, dogged defence. They don't beat themselves. They don't make mistakes. You have to be on your game to knock them over. And here they are again. Yeah. Where does the credit lie there? Is it? Is it the whole organisation or the coaching or the players or...? Yeah, look, it's, it's sort of, you know, there's a, it's a, what do they call it, a perfect mix type thing, isn't yeah. it? They love the coach, um, you know, he's got this kind of, you know, grinded out ethos and, you know, he made changes last year, they didn't start very well and he sort of said, okay, you know, I want to coach this way but my, my personnel can't play that way. So he actually made changes and this is the end product of it that, you know, they're, they're um, gritty, hard, they don't give anything away at the hoop, um, you know, they want to slow it down, they want to make teams fall down to their level in terms of, you know, running out a full 24-second shot clock. And, you know, the recruiting's been fantastic as well. They've got a bunch of guys who have really bought into it. That's good. That's that great. Good. Great hey, for the game. It is great for the game. Michael, we might leave it there, mate, but uh, we want to stay in touch and perhaps get you on next week, uh, hopefully at a, at a louder venue because uh, I wasn't quite as noisy at the start. Um, so but can, we, uh, can we stay in touch and uh, maybe get you on next week in preparation for the grand final? Not a drama, mate. Just give, just, uh, give us a text and we'll go from there. All right, good on you, mate. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, mate. Much appreciated. Take care. <laughs> you too. There we go. Michael Randall there, Herald's son. Uh, All over it. Herald's son, sport and NBL reporter. What he doesn't journalist. know isn't worth knowing.